Fourteen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 240 of 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh, and this week we're talking about spring. And as a lifelong Chicago resident, my first item of business preparing for the show was Googling, what is spring? <laughs> yes. It's the town I live in. Uh, spring, spring this year has been... Where it gives it winter gives spring a miss and goes back into winter. Right. The hell winter. is going summer, on? Summer, winter, summer. <laughs> that's for for true, man. That's my the real mother, deal. my daughter, my we, mother. We, have, we have, usually have a, a nice week of spring down here in Texas. So apparently, this is going to be a very short show. Yeah, we we get those uh, two days between twenty degrees and eighty five, where it's like seventy and raining here. Yeah, and that just happened. So now my lawn is about eight feet tall, and my mower's not starting, which I'm not entirely too upset about, because I hate mowing my lawn, but there you go. I'm having the same problem. For $40, for $40, you can get somebody to do it for you. That's what I do. I haven't mowed a yard in years. Yeah, but isn't your yard made of sand? <laughs> no, this is not Vegas or Arizona. Oh, uh, it's we south of the mason Dixon the sun kills it. All you have is deserts and racists. <laughs> <laughs> and steers. And oil. If you like steers and oil. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all you, Pat. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, no. go for it. I don't help how many times we've been over this. If you like not helping, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might like the shows on the Podcast Collective, such as No Hope for Humanity, The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, starring our own Joel. Hey. Hey. I am Salt Lake, the Portland Beer Club Podcast, and of course, the Rad Dad Radio Hour. Hey, uh, Tales from the Hard Side had a post on Reddit today. They were showing their recording room. Yeah. Ah, easy rock. Yeah. Looked really cool. I mean, they actually have like a room, not just a basement where they're recording. Yeah, he's professional and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've been around a long time. He's, uh, yeah, anyway. No, you can continue. I was trying to remember when he started after I did, but I don't remember when it was exactly. When he his first started recording, but yeah, he does good shows, good stuff. Nice. All right. Like a show. If you're looking for dude. our older stuff, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, Talkshoe, Podverse FM, Noon FM, uh, Geek Life Radio, twelve noon on Saturdays, and uh, give us a call seven zero eight now rap seven zero eight six six nine nine seven two seven. Ah crap! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we don't have any voice. <laughs> Aw, now I'm sad. Oh. Call us, people. Or call us animals, either or. I am not an animal. Just don't call us late for dinner. Oh, God. Considered making that joke. Thanks for testing it. It's a, <laughs> and, joke. and now don't that time. Call us late for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, might as well roll on with it. This week in music, movies, and TV. That was strange. Joel, right. Joel with the fade away. <laughs> what? Why is Tiny Tim calling out the sports now? What else? Tiny Tim? Yeah, Tiny. That's right. Yeah. yeah it might have been Mr. Nonos. <gasps> <laughs> oh, he hasn't been around for a while. We haven't heard from Mr. Nonos in at least a hundred shows. Yeah, I was gonna say there are gonna be people who have listening to our show for two years who have no idea what the hell I'm talking about because <laughs> that is a long time gone call. Mr. Back. Mr. Well, no knows was pre episode twenty. 
was pre-episode it was two. Yeah, it was our it was our first episode, Mister No Mister Nunez. No knows. Yeah, it was the Conan episode. Yep. Oh, so yeah. So Joel, music. <laughs> what 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 year are we doing? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Twenty. 2018? Yep. Uh, beginning of this year's Daylight Savings Time. March 11th of this year. Oh. So this should all be fresh in everybody's memory. I don't remember what I had for dinner last night. Well, this will be fresh as soon as you hear it. You'll be oh, wait, I don't remember March 11th of this year, but for some reason I remember all of the lyrics to the theme song of the Get Along Gang, and I didn't <laughs> even like that cartoon. I haven't thought of that cartoon in years. Wow. <gasps> wait. Corn dogs. That's what I had for dinner last night. Oh, oh I, I thought that was some kind of code word like that. Why am I taking off my shoes? It <laughs> was strange. Mike, Mike hypnotized me years ago for when I hear the word corn dogs, I just have to take my shoes off. Well, you've been barefoot for a long time if you're in Texas. Everybody's talking about corn dogs down there. Not as much as you'd think. Montgomery's the leader because he's such a good sport. <laughs> get along, gang. Get along, gang. Oh, boy. I don't go right, so- to get along, gang. I'm not familiar. You were like 38 when it premiered. <laughs> was that the one where they were? No, that was that was shirt tails. What shirt am I? Tails, yeah. yeah. Get along, yeah. gang. It was it was like little fluffy animals, right? Yeah, 1984. CBS. No, 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 no. That's the one with all the ducks. Duck. Get along, gang. It had the moose and the yeah Montgomery the, moose, the sheep and the porcupine and the little beaver, the dog. Hey, now you got Patrick's attention. Yeah, right. A dog, you say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the number one song in the land is was God's Plan by Drake. I was trying to think. March. 11th, I was gonna say it was until just last week. I was gonna say it probably just left. Yeah, literally just left about six days ago. Do wow. not like that song. I think we went over that in the music episode. Yeah, not a fan. Not his best work. <laughs> Meh, I kind of like it. I don't love it. All I love is my bed and my mama. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only good line in that whole place, but so uh, in that whole song, they play. Actually, funny story when uh, Toronto, the number one Toronto Raptors, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference NBA playoffs, they got eliminated by Cavaliers. Uh, got swept. It was really embarrassing. And during the last game in Cleveland, the DJ over the thing played "God's Plan" by Drake because Drake is a huge Toronto Raptors fan. Oh, he's he's like their their official NBA spokesman for the team and everything. He goes to every one of their games. And he's wow. sitting in the audience, sitting in the crowd as his team's about to get eliminated, and the DJ plays God's plan. Yikes. He's like, yeah. that's not what I intended. <laughs> Albums released this week include Little Yachty's Little Boat 2, David Burns' American Utopia, and Stone Temple Pilots' eponymous album. I need to pick up that album. Not that one, but the David Little Burn. Yachty's? No, David Byrne. I thought Mike was a big Little Yachty fan. Yeah, that's right. You got me. <laughs> he's known as Big Yachty. I like I like to listen to Lil Yachty on my way to uh, aye, 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 Catalina aye, Wine aye. Mixer. Catalina, <laughs> fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. I will eat your dick like Kobayashi. <laughs> Let's move on, Joel. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Speaking of which, Ken Dodd, British singer and comedian described as the last great music hall entertainer, died of complications from a chest infection at 90 on March 11th. Holy he cats! Absorbed. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, mourning a lot of death in this tweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Making it a lot of died a couple months ago. Craig Jamison Mack was an American rapper and producer from Brentwood, New York. Mack is best known for his 1995 hit single, Flava nope. in Your Ear. Back 1994 up. hit single, <laughs> Flava in Your Ear. The remix of the single was the breakout appearance of the Notorious B.I.G., as well as one of the first solo appearances by Busta Rhymes. 
Mac died on March 12th from heart failure at a hospital near his home in Walterboro, South Carolina, and he was absorbed. Yo, I don't know what he sounds like. Okay, so uh, yeah. Noel Floyd <laughs> Noki Edwards was an American musician, primarily guitarist, no, best known for his work with the Ventures, and then later in country music. A member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a soloist and a member of the Ventures, he was known in Japan as the King of Guitars. Edwards was also an actor who appeared briefly on Deadwood as Wild Bill Hickok's traveling friend, along with Calamity Jane and Charlie Utter. Huh. Hmm. So I'm guessing he also died. We didn't say that. <gasps> yes, he died. <laughs> Sorry. He, he died. <laughs> he did. I say you, he did. And that's music. All right, moving on to movies. Still at number one this week, the superhero movie, The Black Panther. The Black Panther. Just Black Panther. Oh, sorry. Becomes the fifth Marvel movie to earn $1 billion worldwide. Wow. So is this, I'm wondering if this is the first time where a movie is still number one this week. Well, I mean, I was still number one this week as in now this week? No, not now this week. No oh, way. okay. Because I was like, it just came out on, um, it came out on video and it's still number one? What? No, it was still at number one, but oh, it wasn't March. released on, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Still impressive. Uh, movies released this week included Tomb Raider, Gringo, The Forgiven, and the acronym of the week, TS, colon, P-A-N, which, of course, is the well-regarded Tom Selleck, Papa Anal Nuggets. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Yeah, it's kind of a niche film. Ma- Magnum Pui? I don't know. Oh. It's a stretch. It's a stretch, sorry. Magnum Brown Eye. Ooh, see? I like Magnum P I B S. Is that better? Somehow no. What is, what is that one, Joel? Oh, um, hold on. T S It's in your genre, that's the only hint you're gonna get. Oh. Uh The Strangers, Pray at Night. Yes. Indeed. It sounds like a movie Joel would dig. Oh, the first one is amazing. I own I actually think the Tom Selleck flick Joel would also dig. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. All right. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, English physicist and subject of the theory of everything, died on March 14th. I'm not. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> not soon enough? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So TV. The top shows in the land were The Walking Dead, SpongeBob SquarePants, Rick and Morty, American Idol, and Game of Thrones in that order. That is a weird little mix-up of I genres. Was, and just I just don't understand that. how Game of Thrones is in there, considering it you know, hasn't been a new episode in many months. But There's still people that are catching up with it. I mean, look at me. Yeah, we can't. Have to. This is radio. <laughs> All right, then listen to me. I haven't seen any Game of Thrones past the finale of season one. Wow. I know. Just never, I don't know. Same here, Mike. Didn't get down with it. All right. So on March 14th, Jim Bowen, comedian and host of the British TV game show Bullseye, died at age 80. Yeah, there wasn't much for TV and sports. Uh, say, did you just Google people who died in March? <laughs> no, it was like all that they listed. Like, I don't know. I couldn't find everything. Everything that was listed was all like political and, you know, whatever, and, you know, regime change, this, that, the other, and blah, blah. And I'm like, there's really nothing pop culture in anything I can uh, find. Well, he's, he was the host of the show since 1981, and it's scheduled in early Sunday evenings in Great Britain and achieved 15 to 17 million viewers at, at the time. 
higher wow, ratings yeah. than, yeah, it's crazy, fans. That's impressive. Bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to sports. Sports. Edwin Charles, American MLB third baseman for the Miracle Mets in 1969, died on March 15th following a long illness at 84 years old. You're out. Absorbed. And during this week, the country was right in the middle of March Madness, an NCAA end-of-the-year tourney that ended when Villanova defeated Michigan in the championship game 79-62. to Wasn't there some crazy series of upsets right at the beginning of this year's? Well, one of the one of the teams that made it all the way to the Elite Eight uh, right before the Final Four was, uh, um, oh, poop. They're, but they're, they were like um, Loyola, actually, from Chicago. That's who it was. Like, they never, ever have made the Elite Eight before, and they almost got to the Final Four. Yeah, I knew Loyola went pretty far. Yeah, and there I, was, I heard there was some other like crazy upset, like a yeah, like a, 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 yeah, number one seed got knocked out in the first round for the first time. It was a, it was a crazy. It, it was a, for for once it finally. Well, not no, never mind. I was gonna say something stupid. I'm not gonna say it. So yeah. Oh no, please do. No, I don't say stupid things. Come on, pull a Joel. <laughs> and that's the tweet. Play us off, keyboard Joel. Nah, 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 nah. I just spit on my microphone. Oh, that's our Joel. That's my fetish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk about spring as a kid, I guess. Yeah. I I was sort of curious because Mike and I already made jokes about how we don't really get a spring here in Chicago, but I was curious growing up, uh, you guys who were not lifelong Illinois natives, were springs different for you? Like, did they exist? Well, here in in Texas – Spring uh, is, is also very fleeting because uh, Texas loves to get, uh, hot. get as hot as it can, as fast <laughs> as it can. Like today was 96. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't want that yet. So um, spring, uh, it definitely exists in Texas in spirit, but uh, the, the weather does not necessarily agree with it. Because the nice thing is before it gets hot, we, we still have many, you know, a long time. Like uh, the, before the, you know, before summer really kicks in. There's still plenty of time of just normal weather. It'll be like you know, um, 60s and 70s for a good you know couple of months, and it's not even not even officially spring, but like you know February is, is you know and January are pretty pleasant, so can't complain too much. And uh, we would always uh, almost always take a trip north when we were when I was young to see my my grandmother, and you know we would go once in uh, December and once in July. So, huh. yeah. But spring, um, as far as vacations, didn't really do a whole lot of them as a family when we were young. Yeah, I asked my family. I was like, "Do you know spring? You know, what do we do? We go anywhere?" And they were like, "We had a weird like school system going on, where uh, these they had like a, a trade off on on uh, spring break, where like one group of students would go to school for an amount of time, have spring break, and the other kids would go to school at that time, and then they would have spring break afterwards." Does that make yeah, I yeah, yeah. Not every school has spring break yeah. during the same week. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. But this was the same school. What? Yeah, it was fucked up. It was like different classes, and it it, it was they only I know they only did it for not a long time, but it was like my one of my buddies that lived in the same uh, subdivision that I was in, his spring break was a week off week off of my spring break because he All was right. in group B and I was in group A, and it was I just, would have totally taken advantage of that and had more than one spring break. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I'm sure you would have, but I mean it was just, but we didn't really, 
we didn't really do anything. I mean, I call, I called my mom and parents. I'm like, what did we do? Is this when we went to, you know, went to the East Coast and we went, you know, spring break, went to the East Coast, went to see uh, Gettysburg and all that. And that was a great thing. I remember going to Gettysburg. She's like, no, we didn't do that in the spring. We, that was a summer trip. Well, what about when we went to here? No, no, that wasn't it. Yeah, I, I didn't really <laughs> learn what spring break was until uh, until I got to college. Oh, until the 80s movies started happening. Yeah, then it was like, wait a second. Oh, Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, that helped too. How about you, Joel? I know you grew up outside of <laughs> Illinois. Um, yeah, no, in, in, in Kansas City, we had all four seasons. Um, and spring was always one of my favorites uh, just because I don't care for winter. And so when it started to warm up a little and the flowers would start to bloom and the grass would start to come back, but it was still cool enough that you could wear layers, that is really nice. Plus, you'd have some days where it'd be you know really sunny and 75, 80 at the most, maybe. Um, and the next day, it'd be in the 60s and overcast, and you'd actually get the, the spring showers um, in May where it would, it would rain quite a bit. So I really grew to love it. You know, fall and spring being my favorite two times a year because it's kind of that middle ground. But ever since moving to Illinois, uh, it, it really it, it doesn't exist. In Colorado, I want to say we we had it, but the whole year was like that. There was never really a strong delineation. Um, even in the winter, you'd have days where it was 70 and everything would melt and it'd be beautiful. And the next day it would snow 12 inches and then the next day it'd be in the 50s and it would just fluctuate. So... I was lucky in Missouri. Pat, were you in Missouri? You were in Missouri, though, too, weren't you? I was you? born in Missouri, but we moved before I was even four, so I don't, I don't remember much about it. Don't the rest remember. of my family all remembers it, but I don't. Well, right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I don't really have strong spring memories, aside from, because uh, I know we took some trips in the spring, but I don't think they necessarily ever lined up with my spring break. Like, I know some of the... Oh, fairly frequent trips to Mexico in my like high school years, they were spring ish. Hmm. And, uh, including the time I spent quite a bit of time down in Mexico. That was spring. Um, but uh, with talking about spring holidays, I mean, I think the big one's going to be Easter. Oh yeah. yeah. Easter and Memorial day, right? Yeah. yeah. Those, those are your big two. So let's yeah. talk about Easter Yeah. Well, before we get into the graduation and the school year and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, you're talking about. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, vacations. Just a real quick before we move past that. I don't think I ever did any spring vacations until college. I think college was when I took advantage of the spring break to actually go. I usually went back to Kansas City, but yeah, I don't remember ever doing that either. It was always a summer thing. Same here. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there before you move past it. No, you're good. Hmm. You were saying, Josh? No, I was saying Easter. He oh. was saying I was muted. My, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's almost. A yearly thing here that uh, on Easter it will be cold and rainy and shitty. And right. I don't know why, but it's like almost, I, th- I think probably 90% of the of the Easter's I've had here in Houston have been cold and wet and rainy. So nothing really, I mean, we do the Easter stuff, we color the eggs and all that, but like there's not a whole lot of like go out in the yard and hide the eggs because everything is wet and gross. Oh man, I, I remember, because I love hard boiled eggs, always have. Hell, I've had two hard-boiled eggs today. Um, but uh-huh. coloring eggs and the POS uh, kits oh, to do them. The awful wire whatevers. Yeah. yeah, and then you eventually got the egg shrinky-dink kind of sleeves when you were lazy. You just oh, yeah. put the sleeve around the egg and drop them in hot water. Yep. Yep. Do you re- okay? Do you remember this thing? I remember being advertised on TV where it was, you put the little marker. It was a little stand. You put the egg in the two little like clamps. 
on either end of it, and you put a couple clamped markers it. in there. You clamped it. <laughs> and then you turn the crank, and the markers would draw like almost like a spirograph lines on the egg. Huh. No. You know, nope. Okay. This is- like, I've seen Easter eggs de- uh, decorated like that, but only like pictures or cartoons of them. That makes sense that that's how you do them. No, this this was like I remember seeing it on TV. I was like, oh, this is uh, you know, you put it in there and turn a little crank, and you know, I may have been hallucinating too. <laughs> I mean, I'm or maybe just, you're just some kind of professional egg decorator, and you're like bringing you know bringing all our games down with your professionalism. You ever do where you uh, blow the inside of the egg out and just decorate the eggshell? Yeah, my great aunt used to do that. As she used to make, um, they almost look like Faberge eggs, where she would do that, like super duper fancy. You don't want to break them because they look expensive. But um, I always remember uh, that smell, that strong, was it vinegar that you're using mm-hmm. when when yeah. you're doing the dye? Yeah, and usually. Dipping them into multicolors and they look kind of uh, like tie-dye-y. Um, but those stupid sticker things never went on right. They always had bubbles in them or they folded over funky. And yeah. then like, you know, two days later, you make the most colorful egg salad you've ever seen. <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, love egg salad. Yep. See you. Oh, uh, my sister uh, did like three dozen eggs for Easter this year uh, with with my niece, and I went one day and peeled them all for her, and I put a paper towel down in the bottom of the container just to soak up any of the excess, you know, whatever. And so she she came in the next day and saw that I'd done that. She's like, oh, all excited, and just started, you know, mashing up the eggs in the thing. And put all the ingredients in it and started mixing it up. And she's, she's like, what in the hell is going on? And like, she didn't take the paper towels out because she didn't know they were at the bottom. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. That's terrible. All that work for nothing. Oh, but no, no. She was able it. to like, just pull the paper towels out, thank goodness, because they just sat oh. on the bottom. You know? Oh, so they didn't um, shred into the No, sand. no, thank goodness, no. Yeah. I was thinking they have extra fiber. One of the things that I remember when I was growing up is my grandmother would make um, lamb cake. What's lamb cake? What? It is was lamb in it? I know lamb cake. You that know was a lamb thing cake in my family as well. Yeah, it's a it, it was like a carrot cake, but it's in the shape of a lamb, and they put it with the cream cheese frosting and coconut on the outside. Mm-hmm. Is Cherry it lamb Lewis? flavored or just lamb shaped? No, it's shaped like a lamb. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say like I was thinking like crab cakes, but made with lamb, and then you went when you went to <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You got some crab face. Yeah, I remember lamb cakes and bunny cakes, yeah. which are things that I had forgotten about from my early childhood until my adulthood, because yeah, we'll, we'll get to this in the now in more detail, but my in-laws still make them because uh, we have like nieces and nephews who are of the right age. Yeah. Yeah. The bunny cake that always had like the jelly beans. Right. Oh, jelly and beans jelly beans. Just, just jelly beans. Oh, yeah. That, that's beans. a big Easter food for the basket. Ah, uh, Sherry yeah. Lewis and lamb cakes. Yeah, do the <laughs> lamb cakes, then we would do the um, uh, what are they called? The little butter lambs. Ooh, buttered lamb. <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, pat of butter that is, or a stick of butter that is molded, like force molded into the shape of a lamb. Josh, you know how oh, how lambs. how glad I am that you're here to back me up on this. I, I shit. am absolutely with you on this because they still sell them at Jewel around, yeah. uh, depending on the neighborhood. And yep. that's the thing is uh, we, we know you're Polish. And I grew up in a Polish slash Hispanic neighborhood. So those things were always around. Lamb cake and butter lambs. That does sound totally Polish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and definitely go ahead and take offense to that. Uh, yeah. Is that just a Chicago thing? It might be. Um, if, if they don't know about it, I thought it was like a, just a thing all over. I mean, because you can find lamb cake molds and all that up here. I just assumed that was a thing all over. I didn't. No, is, is, is the reason it's lamb is is that the whole you know Easter. lamb of God? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
right, I guess it makes a little more sense. Because what else would it be? Yeah. I don't know. I because because after the key got off the cross, they all had carrot cake. You didn't. Oh, okay, I looked it up. <laughs> Apparently, it is it's true. Because it is because of where I grew up and Mike's background, because the butter lamb is a traditional butter sculpture accompanying the Easter meal for Russian, Slovenian, and Polish Catholics. Then there's my background right there. Yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. Yeah, until you go to the until you go to my uh, the German side, where my grandmother on that side of it for Easter would just because we would go to Easter at one side of the family, and you know you pack everybody back up in the car and go to the other side. Um, my other grandma would just all just every dessert you can think of. She was a baker, and she would do just the lemon meringue pies and brownies and cookies and an entire dining room. Nose in the shape of a lamb. A nose in the shape of a lamb. No, it's a, were any of those in the shape of a lamb? No, because because they were German. So it was just a picture. It was like their cakes were just in a picture. It was like molded into uh, like a Nazi kicking a Pollock's ass. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah. all, those, all those were in the shapes of tanks. Yes. <laughs> when the whole family got together, it was kind of awkward. <laughs> Get a whole bunch of Pollocks and a whole bunch of Germans together in the same room, and nobody really has much much to talk about outside Michael, of make, one. Make your other grandmother stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like this house. I think I shall take it. <laughs> Is oh, there anybody in the worse. attic? <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <sighs> well, you had me at, at everything until you said coconut. That's the only part of that that didn't sound good with the cake. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing is both both the lamb and the bunny cake. Coconut was like the thing to make it look like this pure white fur. Yeah. Uh, what picture. about Easter? Easter baskets. With East? that fake ass grass. Well, yes, with that fake plastic grass, and you either had the hollow bunny or the solid chocolate bunny. And personally, I always prefer the hollow bunny. That's, yeah, that's the solid me. was too much. Yeah. Just too that's because much. you are not a closer. Fuck that. <laughs> solid chocolate bunnies all the way. No, hollow bunny. Yeah, I'm with you that. Turn, oh. you, you could turn a hollow bunny into a bong. That automatically makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I had not considered one. that, but <laughs> I will add that into the pro column. <laughs> just bite off one ear and put a stem in it. Done. So, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joel. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm with Pat and Josh on this. I, I mean, I'd like uh, if it's gonna be solid chocolate, it's like got to be small parts. But yeah, that the hollow bunny was always the way we went in my household, anyway. Huh. And yeah. I've eaten my share of solid chocolate bunnies. I, I will not turn you. one down if you give me one, but. Oh yeah, and the Cadbury eggs. Like we were thinking. Oh no. I was looking at the uh, list of questions for spring, and I was thinking this was going to be a difficult show. But I'm thinking, holy shit, we've got Peeps. Oh. Oh. We've got Cadbury eggs. Oh. Two awful desserts. What? Do you remember? Okay. Okay. A little bit. A little bit further forward. Yes. Do you remember making that drink where we would melt the marshmallow Peeps in the Everclear? I was like, that wasn't a drink. You were just putting a tiny (laughs) Cupid doll in a uh, peep and putting it in Everclear and lighting it on fire while singing Silent Night. Night. Silent Night. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Peeps are gross. And, I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. And, and, and I'm the sacrilegious one. <laughs> Dude, I love peeps. Oh, uh, peeps are oh I love peeps. I am, okay, good. Okay. We're, we're in an even split on that as yeah, well. Yeah, no, we, here, here's, here's where the, the split may break down further. Are you guys making agree with joel all the time yeah this is how apparently yeah, how this this, this show is going to go mind. i love peeps now oh, josh when you get the peeps do you eat them fresh out of the package do you open them up and get them let them dry out and get a little gooey Dude, first? they gotta be a little stale yeah 
<laughs> Dry aged. So better. Just a little stale so they crunch a little more. Uh huh. That's exactly. You. you remember my ex, Angela, obviously? Yes. No, who's that? Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> her mother had a thing where she would every year buy like six to 12 boxes of peeps and save them until the next Easter. She would eat year old peeps because she liked them like crunchy and stale. Well, then they, by that time, they just turn into like uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows. That's some, a bit too much. Yeah, that's a little further have, than I go. But now, I want some circus peanuts while you're at it. Have you Ugh. guys ever done the? Uh, no, circus peanuts are that's that's shit. That's that's just half a step above styrofoam. I like them. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's where you and I break 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 the path there. Have you ever done a, a marshmallow peep uh, sword fights? What? What? Okay. Please tell me you're not putting it on your penis. <laughs> I can guarantee nothing. Please tell me you are. <laughs> And two, no, you take the, you take a, a two peeps, you put them on a paper plate, and put a toothpick and on the front of each of them, and then you put them in the microwave for like thirty seconds, and they inflate, and then the two of them that the they'll like because they bob around when they're inflating, so then you figure out which one you try and see which one pops the other one with a with the uh, toothpick in the front. <laughs> there are some places you go, sir, where I cannot follow. <laughs> How did you figure that out, and why haven't we done this before? <laughs> right? How is this the first time I'm hearing about it? I would love to blow peeps up in the microwave. Well, because you I'm don't buy them. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to eat them, but Wait. if I knew they did that. Hang on. I'm looking I, at a marshmallow peep sword fight, and there's I, a peanut. I don't want to buy them because I'll be put on some kind of list. No. Yeah, of people who like some people. Oh. Yeah. So Look up. I, I heard Pat uh, disparage the mighty Cadbury egg. Oh. Am I alone on that one? No, you are oh, not alone. Cadbury eggs are amazing. snot. Wow, this so is such a now. weird lines in the sand for this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, they don't look appetizing, and I probably couldn't eat more than two, but, man, I kind of wish I'd had one this year. Oh, I didn't have any this year. My last year, I went to, I was downtown. It's like eating I, a giant pimple. That's my fetish. <laughs> it is, actually. I went to a, a Walgreens out here, and they had, like, they, like, found a box in the back after Eastern, they they priced them at a quarter a piece, and I ate I ate too many. <laughs> I get so sick. And now they have them up, they have Cadbury eggs for um, Halloween now. There was the stuff oh, in the middle boy. is orange. Oh. Well, here's my weird Cadbury eggs. Here's my weird aversion to Cadbury eggs. I I have a thing about eggs that aren't fully cooked. Okay, I don't well, like runny eggs, <laughs> and Eating a Cadbury egg is too close to eating a runny egg, so what, it just grosses me out. What if I fried it for you? I want an omelet made if of you Cadbury egg. do that, then I would try it. Okay, I'll see you in August. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got to bring some. Do they have a, they have a microwave? Mike's going to be back at Walmart. You got any more of them boxes in back? He's all scratching his neck. <laughs> looking for his fix. We got to get some peeps because they have a microwave in the room, don't they? All right. Ooh. We are not getting kicked out of the hotel room at Gen Con yes, because we, we might have like a tournament. Oh, Peep oh. sword fighting tournament. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting kicked uh, out. But and we're talking of course, about... there was my f- personal favorite in the Easter basket was the Whoppers Robin eggs. Ooh, I do love Whoppers. Ooh, and, and yeah, they had these little speckled eggs that were uh, Whoppers inside. They're kind of crunchy. I don't, I don't think I'm familiar with that, but I do love Whoppers. We're talking Wait, about the candy, Patrick. Oh, never mind. That's what I thought. I never liked the long, stringy, green stuff that was kind of shiny. It never tasted good. Yeah, that's the fake grass we talked about. Yeah, oh, why are you oh. eating the grass, man? Don't smoke that either. Hey, well, don't tell me what to do. Did that you, was my next comment. <laughs> did you guys only get 
candy in your uh, Easter baskets? Did you guys get any like cool toys or anything? I would get like little crappy toys. Like I think one year I got a GoBot. <laughs> wow. I think I got like a Matchbox car or something, but nothing ever like like a real toy. Yeah, something oh, I, on that level for sure. I always got like a pocket Bible almost every year. <laughs> I I am going I'll to blow all of you out of the water on this one. My my best gift from in an Easter basket was my Yoda puppet. <gasps> oh, that's cool. Yeah, that a, I had one of those. But I, I had one Easter. too. Yeah. Uh, you, what happened to that? Yeah. And I, I know I've already mentioned jelly beans, but can I just put it out there that once Starburst started making jelly beans, the game was changed. Yeah, their yeah. jelly beans are delicious. Better than like Jelly Belly or whatever. Well, no, yeah, Jelly Belly. Than, no, are, I think better. See, I don't know. I think Jelly Belly are premium, and they they're almost worth what they cost. But if you don't want to throw down for Jelly Belly. You just want a grocery store jelly bean that is a normal price. They're going to be the best you can get. Oh, yeah. None of this, like, just jelly bean, jelly bean. You need, because it is, they're crunchier. the chalky, dry jelly bean. Yeah. Right. These are, these are actually don't juicy. Want ice mix. No. Right. Yeah. You bite into, like, the spice mix, and I think the only one that's halfway decent is the orange. I guess the green spearmint one's not terrible, and then the black one's just death. Yeah. Now, we are talking about spring, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Easter, spring, <laughs> spring okay. candy. I, I know we kind of drifted off into candy, but that that was Easter for me. Yeah, Easter is all about candy for a kid. <gasps> Ooh, pizza candy. Now, <laughs> for me, being the the churched one, one of the things that we always did for Easter, we always had the uh, Easter breakfast in the basement. Like, oh yeah, we did that too. Yeah, Remember we, I grew up church oh, boy too. Yeah, earning earn yeah. money for whatever trips we had going on. But the one thing I remember is that the old church that we had. Uh, the ventilation system from the basement. We had one of those big uh, range hoods over the over the um, over the grill. The exhaust system went through the ventilation system in the actual church. <laughs> so we would get there first thing in the morning and be cooking and turn on the ventilation system, and it would blow all the smell of pancakes, sausage, and eggs, and all that up into the church. And That's we cruel. no, That's we made bank, man. Yeah. I mean, everybody came and we got rushed, and we easily now I do I do Which it now. Pastor would shut up. There's pancakes getting, getting to. Well, apparently there was at one point or another where Pastor was doing the sermon, and halfway through the sermon, he was just like, "That smells really good." <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, that was that that was one of the things. And there were several years where it's like, and I told my mom not so long. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of times that I just never made it upstairs i would get downstairs at like five in the morning and start cooking and then just never make it anywhere else and then i smelled like bacon for the rest of the day nice yeah i, I remember my most clear memory of a child at like the easter sunday service was the uh, fact that there was a separate children's sermon where the uh, pastor would come down and sit and have all <clears throat> of the kids uh in the pews like sit in a circle around him and do a little children's sermon specifically you only did that on easter. easter yeah pretty much oh wow I don't think there were enough every Sunday. I don't think there were enough kids on an average Sunday that wasn't Easter to do that. Mm. <laughs> It'd be like two kids sitting up there. It'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They had they had a children's sermon every Sunday. Oh yeah. Well, you also have to consider that in my neighborhood there had to be three services: the early, the late, and the Spanish speaking, because most of the neighborhood was going in that direction. And uh, you had a lot of the uh, English-speaking parishioners were go- elderly. You, you had a few families with kids, but they'd be split between the early and the late service. Hmm. 
Yeah, the Spanish service should have had plenty of kids, though. Yeah, probably, but yeah, I, I never went to that. I remember doing children's sermons. That's it. As far as I'm going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what else we got? I mean, with uh, yard work or pre-summer chores? Well, we haven't talked about end of the oh. school year yet and graduation time. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big thing, because I know you guys talked about back to school a week I was out, which was a good week, because at the time I wasn't working in a school. But, like, everyone is a kid. Like, that whole, it's post-Christmas break, that nervous working your way towards the end of the year time. Mm-hmm. Is there any better feeling than emptying out your locker when you're a kid at the mm. end of the year? Well, it depends. They, 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 they wheel all those big old trash cans around and you just dump all your trash in it and your lockers clean. Like, oh. That would have been nice. I mean, the, we didn't have those big trash bins and I was a huge slob, so that kind of sucked, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had we had the trash bins, but the thing was my high school, we had a lot of... I, I had a locker on every floor because there were, we had more lockers than students. I told you, there was only 100 kids in my high school. Same. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, but we had we had like 400 lockers. We we had one story, so <laughs> yeah, we had five stories. I mean, we had a big oh, wow. freaking school oh for for what we had. Um, well, did you go to school in a tower? Yeah, just about, man. It was it was an old uh, brownstone like Catholic school. We had a, I mean, my high school had a hundred students, had four stories of classroom, a roof with a computer lab and an art studio and a film uh, like a, a dark room in it, and then a Half court basketball court they turned into a th- turned into a stage. Full basketball court on the other side of the building and a ba- uh, wrestling deck. I we had think way too I, much shit for the amount of kids we had. I'm yeah. not too far off because ours was an elementary <clears throat> school that got converted, and so there was the basement, and then then there was the gym down below the base. Well, like there was a lower level, and then there was a gym below that. Then there was the main floor where like the offices office was, the library. Then there was the top floor where there was classrooms the senior lounge um wait and then what? There was a, we had a senior lounge we converted one of the this oh little that's right because you're from like <laughs> the money Kansas part of city. town yeah yeah no it was not it, uh it was a very was actually part of kansas city hmm. no that's where the principal got stabbed uh in that parking lot and there were fights regularly with the neighbors yeah but i bet it was a really nice knife it was not a, <laughs> it was not a rich area at all <laughs> But there was a they had a theater, and then there was a uh, an area in back where they would do the sports stuff, but it wasn't like a field or anything, which is like a big cement lot. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Graduation thing. My high school graduation took like forty five minutes. Same here. Yeah. I almost didn't get a diploma. <laughs> I've told you this story, I think, over the years, where uh, basically on se- day before senior ditch day. Uh, one of the juniors or sophomores swiped the keys to the vending machine in the cafeteria Uh-oh. and uh, passed it off to a uh, girl I liked who was like a sophomore girl. It was senior ditch day, and she handed them off to me, and I, I took them home. And while I was not at school, uh, I, I get home, and my phone rings, and uh, it, it was the girl, and she's like... Uh, yeah, uh, you need to come back to school. Uh, 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 Pete told everybody that uh, that you've got the keys. And I was like, well, they, they, they got no evidence. They got nothing on me. And she's like, well, 
I'm in the principal's office right now. He snitched on everybody. It's like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I ended up having to get on a bus and go all the way back to my high school on my senior ditch day to drop off keys. And uh, they wanted me to pay for the locks and uh, write an apology letter. I ended up writing the apology letter and uh, basically strong arming the kid who snitched on everybody. To, it's like, you did this. And you uh, tried to stick the blame on me. You're paying for the locks, 100%. Mm. That's just bad form. Yeah, and I remember like uh, the principal or the dean at the time tried to uh, talk to my dad at my graduation. And uh, from what I heard later, my mom thought my dad was going to punch him in the nose. <laughs> so That's fantastic. Now, wait, how many people were in your per, uh, graduating classes senior year? Mine? Yeah. Uh, like 39, maybe, maybe I had 21 in mine. So you, 16. Could, so you could tell people you were 19th in your class and they're like, Oh my God, <laughs> I probably had 70. Now, granted my elementary school graduating class was four. Mine was two, <laughs> two, no, two people, not uh-huh. for elementary. Yeah. Not four, but two. So yeah. I was technically, I was salutatorian just by default. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you were 14, that was a great year. I actually do the opposite, Mike. I don't, I tell people I was valedictorian, and I don't tell them it was only 21 people. <laughs> it's less impressive that, or to tell them, you know, only 21 people. So, yeah. yeah. And I think we kind of touched on spring break. That was barely a thing for mm-hmm. all four of us, sounds like. Well, until college. And yeah. College is in the then. Yeah. Well, and even for college, for me, like, I went home and didn't do much of anything, but I, I can't remember. Like, I, I was never a woo spring break guy in college. I did a couple of them, but yeah. not like the blowout type. I did go to Florida for a spring break, but I was with uh, three women. And a baby. And <clears throat> it was much, much less fun than that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> your cousin, your sister, and your mom. No, it was all three girls from the, from the school. But, you know, it was just a road trip to take everybody home to Florida. I was the only one that didn't live in Florida. Oh, so you just basically drove down and dropped them off? No, I drove down and stayed with one of them. Okay. Well. Yeah. Did you at least... Yes, I did haunt her. That is very true. <laughs> That's what Patrick did on Some say he haunts her still. <laughs> yeah, mainly her. <laughs> mainly her and her like, lawyer. <laughs> and the gonorrhea. Oh. Too real. So, yeah, I don't know if uh, any of us had any sort of like, hey, go mow the lawn now that there's a lawn. Yeah, I had That's that. Good. I mean, we had a lawn. I mean, but it wasn't like... A huge thing. See, I always had to mow the yard. Uh, my mother was big on yard work and, and gardening and pruning and all that kind of crap. She always loved working in the yard. And she would make me come out and do the yard with her, which is, I think, part of the reason why I refuse to mow, lawn, mow my lawn now. I get <laughs> so tired of it as a kid. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And when that I'm was grown up, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, and, and I lived up to that one. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was mostly my brother's domain i i can remember trimming like the hedges out front but uh, the yard work that i hated was more an autumn thing like the raking of the leaves and whatnot and even that mostly like i wasn't any good at it i hated it and my brother would do it so i got out of it through just sheer force of stubbornness and bitching after a couple of years well the house that i lived on was the the yard was at like a 45 degree angle so mowing the yard was a pain in the ass of course missouri uh, mm-hmm. yes we used to have we we you know we had two dogs when I was growing up. 
and we taught them to... My father actually made a poop box. How are you still alive? I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. So they would take... We'd train the dogs to poop in this corner, and my dad made, like, put up a little, little like, almost like one of these, like, box gardens, and the dogs would go in there and crap in there. So, like, all winter, they'd go there and crap. So one of my one of my dealies in the spring was when it thawed, I had to take care of that. And uh, it sucked. That was a terrible job. You just brought back memories because that was one of my jobs too, is picking up the dog poop, which is why as an adult, you probably shouldn't run around my yard now in the spring. Oh, no. We just leave it there and mow it. Yeah. Yeah, Little bombs everywhere. Has has the the biggest poops I've ever seen from an animal. So there's no way I'm going around cleaning that up. Yeah. Yeah, But when you're picking them up after they've been in the snow all winter they're all mushy and it's just not good no it wasn't i mean and they wanted me to go out there like oh dig it out you know dig a little bit deeper because you know we're gonna put some mulch and shit in there and that sort of thing so they're digging up putting in i don't mean i don't remember what we did with it i mean i feel bad for our trash man because i'm sure there were times where he opened up that can it was just like before they had like the garden bags and all that um but um one year i'm out there and i'm digging and they're like dig deeper we want to put the mulch in there and I dug in, and I thought it was a root or something, and I put the yeah, – no, I was one of those – jacked it in there, put the foot down, got the leverage, pop, got it. And the second it popped, I heard my sister in the house go, cable went out. <laughs> I'm just like, shit. So that, then I feel bad for the poor cable guy because he had to come by. And, yeah, we had to – you know, fix our coaxial cable that's inside that this pile giant. of dog shit in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the box in the back. He was just like, "Oh, good. That's gonna be a great day." So weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, sorry. So, do we have anything else about spring? No. I was trying to think it. if there's any other chores or anything besides like mowing the yard and whatnot. But well, I'm sure you had to like find the new servants and all that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> the ones that died over winter time. We fed them, not animals. Did you clean up their poop? Ain't nothing worse yeah, than butler poop for that. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> you are the poop servant. Oh. So I guess we'll take a break. And when we uh, come back, we're going to talk what spring means to us now as adults. So we're going to close out on poop servant, huh? That's. <laughs> <laughs> I am the poop smith. <laughs> it's it's not the worst thing we've ever closed out on. True, I'll uh, give you that. True, yeah, yeah. We'll be Eventually back. In the little... the lowest form of servants they were uh, like the human centipede, so they didn't. Have oh, to we are them. so done. Yeah, let's yeah take a break now. <laughs> All right, so springtime now. What? We, we talked about it a little bit. We kind of drifted into the now, some of the conversation. But springtime now that we have, like, real jobs. And that's yeah, like, once you've got houses and you guys have kids, I'm sure that everything's a little different. Now that I'm back working in a school and recently went back to college, I know I'm going to have some stuff to talk about on the uh, education front. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what's it like? Let's start with uh, you guys and your kids. Uh, sp- uh, spring breaks and end of school. Uh, Joel, why don't you go first? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is always like the most hectic time of the year outside of the first couple weeks of school because 
I mean, spring break, at least for my kids, it is them going, cool, I can just sit around and do nothing for a week. Um, but right now you've got all the end of the year stuff going on with, you know, eighth grade graduation. You've got finals for high school. You've got um, the class trip. Uh, there's all the Isaiah's in band. So there's all the band performances that are going on. There's the eighth grade, like the awards night that they have. Um, and there's an eighth grade banquet that they do. And it's just like this entire, like last two weeks is the craziest time of the year with school. And it's frustrating as a parent because it's hard to find time to do everything, but I get why they do it. You know, it's, it's a good thing for the kids and provides recognition and everything. But I'm sure it's a little different on your side of the, the fence. On my like, side of the fence? Yes. Yeah. Spring break happens whenever we say it happens. <laughs> exactly. um, that's one of the one of the real nice bonuses about homeschooling is that you know you're like, hey, spring break this year is in first week of March. <laughs> um, for spring break uh, for us, we uh, we go down to um, uh, Florida and hang out for a week with Suzanne's family. So you do actually have a spring break? Yes, they actually their spring break. They have more of a spring break now than they had when you know when uh, when I was a kid. You know, we we go down so they around getting drunk, showing her boobs to everybody, but they never leave the house, so it's just really weird. Or maybe that, maybe I, that's just I don't know where to take that. I don't <laughs> either. I was like, that's awkward. Um, no, uh, nor we go break, down. You know, you gotta you gotta party. We we go down to uh. We go down. I don't, dude. You just completely derailed my brain. Um, we go down to uh, Destin, Florida. We hang out with Suzanne's parents, and um, we're literally right on the beach, uh, right out, right off of the Gulf Coast. We hang out there. Um, Susie and I get a date night. The, you know, her family watches the uh, watches the kids, or they do something with the kids. We go out to a movie or dinner or something, and uh, we. It, it's fun because of the times that the time kind of rotates. So every now and then we'll get down there about the same time as uh, uh, Mardi Gras, and they have like a lot of family-friendly type Mardi Gras stuff going on down there. Shut up. Now that Mardi Gras time, do you guys do anything for Punchki Day? Oh hell yeah, we buy a shitload of Punchkis and gorge ourselves on us. I mean, and, for those who aren't from this part of the country, Punchki. A giant. Imagine like a like a jelly-filled donut, but the size of your face. Yeah, and cooked with like double the fat. Yeah, imagine if they a bunch delicious. of I've had them. I've had them. Oh. I've had them at Mike's house. They're yeah. very delicious. Well, and you you've been blessed for that because uh, the the bakery by our house is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those old school. It's called Harner's, and it's been around there since nineteen fifty eight, fifty nine. And um, well, if, it, if your grandma liked them, then they were definitely authentic. Oh yeah. And that, but it's one of those old school uh, like restaurants that has a bakery attached. So been there forever. Punchki day for for um, Mardi Gras is always a huge thing for us. We always go there and get like a dozen of those, and they're like fresh blueberry, cherry, all sorts of different. Uh, yeah, I, I remember when you guys introduced me to that. I came up from the basement, and there's this giant box full of these delicious looking pastries. I'm like, what have I stumbled into? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs> but yeah, we we can kind of choose when our spring break is because of that. So, you know, we find a week that works for us and works for them. We go down, drive down to Florida and have a week on uh, a week on the beach. Which is awesome. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I must say. <laughs> uh, 
Little yeah, losing access to good punch keys is one of the few things I miss about not living. Because I lived on Irving Park Road, uh, one block away from Zemanski's Deli. Oh, God. So, yeah, I could walk out my front door and walk to the next corner and just get punch keys. Yeah, Zemanski's is fantastic. Never been there. Now I want a punch key. Yeah, you do. Um, when it comes to spring break, I mean, heck, this time, it was I think it was last year. I mean, it was the last year or the year before I had the adult college experience of being on spring break. And uh, Sarah and Chewie and I uh, took a trip uh, over to the like Iowa, Illinois border to uh, do some rock hounding stuff because I had a big geology final project coming up. Oh, yeah. So that was interesting going out and digging up rocks and a lot of nature with the doggo. <laughs> What are you giggling about? <laughs> he said a lot of nature. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really an outdoorsy sort of guy. Like, we, we've what? done camping trips, uh, but th- this was our, uh, the weather was not suitable for camping, and we found a motel that would uh, take us and the dog, and it was it was a nice little trip. Yeah, sometimes my we'll go up to uh, Door County for the spring. But it's more of a, actually, that's more of a fall thing because we, you head up to Door County, there's a lot of Germans. So Oktoberfest is in full force out there. But uh, we go up occasionally for this, for the uh, springtime also and has stay up in like Sister Bay. Um, there's a motel out there called Julie's that has a great restaurant attached. And, you know, they have all like the seasonal type festivals and stuff going on too. So you can go up there and go to like a fish boil or, you know, a pig roast or something like that. Now, Pat, how far are you in Texas from the spring break madness? Uh, it's about, well, Galveston and Corpus Christi and Padre Island are probably the big three for Texas spring breaks. And they're all about two to two and a half hours away from me. So, so you don't have to deal with that. Really. No, no. And by Texas standards, that's close. Yeah. That's, <laughs> right? that's far away. Yeah. You're still in Houston, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. Those are actually like, you know, uh, coastal suburbs of, of, of Houston proper. Crazy. That's yeah. insane. Houston uh, is a very, very spread out city. I mean, I know it's a whole other country, but really. Yeah. Sorry. That's uh, true, though. I mean, no, it's huge. It, uh, yeah. We, we, have, we have a new, uh, a third loop that's been being completed around the city um, that takes uh, literally two hours from one end to the other to drive. Wait, like just like a, a road that's a big circle around the town? Yeah, a giant freeway around the town, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Houston's footprint is like ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. You could fit about three Chicago's inside of Houston. Wow. Yeah, it's very spread out. Houston's a whore. There's, there's, there's literally, you don't, you literally don't judge distance in miles in Houston. It's time. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Like, how far away is that? Uh, about an hour. <laughs> wow. So what about now, like with spring coming around, everyone's starting to thaw. I mean, somebody wrote yard work on here. Well, before we get there. Oh, wait. The school thing, like I'm working in a school now. Yeah, end of school so, year. Yeah, and that's the thing is I uh, I started working in special ed classrooms 10 years ago and recently went back to it. This time of year is fucking insane. Yes. <laughs> like, especially with kids who at the best can't follow directions. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, and that's I'm in high school. I mean, today, a kid who wasn't even misbehaving punched the window in the door to the classroom and broke it. It's just like, it's that time of year. 
window should not look like look yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Pat. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, sympathy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it is definitely it's nice when we've got spring break. That's uh, a time where I'm getting paid and I don't have to look at anybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the actual end of the year preparing for graduation uh, a little insane, and it gets a little worse every day. I'm anticipating next week we're going to start to get the kids just stop showing up, so it gets better. And on the other side of the education front, by the time the show goes live, I will have attended my own graduation with uh, getting a degree. Uh, My graduation is Saturday and the show goes up Sunday. Congratulations. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, he has a degree in ornithology. (laughs) I thought it was entomology. I'm working towards a library degree, assuming that uh, I don't decide to uh, switch it up and become a therapist because there aren't actually any librarian jobs. Uh But we'll see. I I got some time to to work on all that. Well, that made me think of something that we may have skipped previously that you alluded to maybe only in my head, but uh, senior skip day. Yeah, I talked about it from... Uh, well, not not at the schools I'm at. <laughs> Seniors skip whenever they want, and so do juniors, and so do eighth graders. Teachers. Every day is skip day. <laughs> the janitor. Yeah. I mean, we have classrooms of 10, and an average day we'll probably have six. Wow. The, the last couple days we've had nine, and it's actually a little bit hellish when we have nine out of 10. Josh can't wait for teacher skip day. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> no, that's, that's what we call six weeks paid off in the summer. Hmm. You get to skip a lot of days, but I, I don't know. You said Isaiah's got eighth grade coming up. Yep. Next year. But, uh, I mean, he's, he, they still have them participate, the seventh graders. So like, uh, you know, awards nights for all the, all the grades. And then, um, for graduation, they have a, what do you call it? Um, a banquet and, and like, a our, the banquet separate, they have a reception after the graduation and the seventh graders will, be servers and uh, help set up and take down and do everything, you know, kind of. So when it's their turn, they're the ones that get to get kind of waited on. But before that, they're the ones that are required to be there. So Mm, they're um, the bitch more or less. Yeah. He's not there, which, you know, Juliana's on the opposite end of that where it's her first year in high school when you're a freshman and that's rough. (laughs) That's all there is. You're the poop servant. Exactly. It's rough. (laughs) So I know she's starting to get a little bit of that kind of itch that it's it's the end of the year and finals are next week. And that's another thing that uh, um, you kind of forget about the older you get was this time of year was hectic because you had to study for tests that you were taking that kind of made up the rest of the you know semester. So ugh, finals. Oh, man, my last final. Uh, probably my craziest final was for that geology class because every single instance of the exam was unique. Mm. Uh, you had categories like everyone would have a rock and a mineral and like a volcano type, a plate boundary type, but like it all be random. So yeah, every single person who took the class, their final was unique, completely impossible to copy off anybody. Wow. Yeah, it was still the same type of questions. There might be like eight questions on the whole final. Some of them would have A through F, but you skip C and D because they don't apply to yours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that one was fun for me, actually. Because I really like geology. 
wind a string around. Is that it? Yeah. Mm. We are actually uh, finishing up the planning for Katie's high school graduation. So she's going to be having a cookout and a, at a pool party and that sort of thing for her uh, her graduation over at my aunt's house with the pool and all that. So, and that's kind of blowing my mind. I was just going to say that's blowing my mind, and I'm not I'm not her yeah. parent, so yeah, it, <laughs> I can't even imagine. It it's kind of wacky pants, man, because you know we're we're doing that you know college tours. We're going to go look at these this. We're going to go look at this college, and we're going to go look at this one. And hey, what do you want to do here? And you know the the thing that I like is that she's really she, you know you ask her hey what do you want to do and she's like I have no idea I'm 18 years old how the hell am I supposed to know what I want to do you know it's she really it, it it's nice that she's got the idea that she still needs to look a little bit more into it you know so so is she looking to stay in state though oh yeah oh yeah she's gonna start she's gonna pull um some try and get her uh, associates over at uh, Wabonzi College. You know, get that done, get that taken care of. Because in all honesty, I would rather have her pay. I'd rather pay three to five hundred dollars on a one class and her discover that she doesn't like something, than paying fifty thousand dollars for a semester and her discover that she doesn't like something. Right. You know. For sure. For yeah. Sure. So. Yeah, and I was just thinking, looking at the kids. A- we a- my college career. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, looking at the kids we service, it's like good that neither of you have kids who have severe behavior problems. We actually service both Aurora and Rockford. Oh, really? Yeah. The kids on the Rockford bus, uh, they travel a long way. Wow. Daily? We actually had a meeting this morning about the kids from the Rockford bus and their poor boundaries. I can't even imagine what you'd say about Aurora. <laughs> yeah, but we, yeah, we have kids from both Aurora and Rockford. That's crazy. That's a hell of a hell of a commute. Yeah, out to Streamwood. Jesus. Wow. Well. Now I'm depressed and feeling <laughs> old. Hello, rum. So, uh, on to yard work then? <laughs> Might as well bring us down a little further. I fucking hate yard work. I think. <sighs> all right, the only thing I hate more than yard work, than like mowing my lawn, is shoveling the driveway. Because there has yet to be a moment where I have gone out and mowed the lawn and woken up the next morning and been like, shit, I got to mow the lawn again. With, That's a yes, good point. You know, with, with snow, yeah, you wake up, you shovel the snow, we wake up the next morning, doesn't even matter. It's all covered up. I mean, the lawn does not grow that fast. On that note, I came home yesterday for the first night where it wasn't thunderstorming out here to try and mow my lawn, and my lawnmower does not turn over, which is awesome. Uh, is there old gas in it? Because we actually had that happen this year, too. Yeah, more than likely that's what it is. Does the whirring noise and doesn't the starter won't turn over? I've got a ride on, which is honestly pretty pimp. Yeah, like Google the different things you can do uh, because I, neither Sarah or I are particularly mechanically inclined. <laughs> and we had uh, the same issue and we got our lawn started with uh, lawnmower started with Google and like a trip to buy new gas and trying like two or three things and got it started right up. Oh yeah. That's our, that's, that's my plan for tomorrow. New gas and getting some of that crap you pour in there to, what do they call yeah. it? Uh, sea foam. Yeah. That's, that's one thing. Uh, yeah. and this year though, the, uh, Sarah just mowed the lawn last Sunday and it's already looking like a magical forest. Oh yeah. Probably because of all the rain. Yep. That's the same problem I'm having. Cause I usually, once the summer really gets going, once we get past the, the springtime, you can get away with it once every other week or so. But right now it's like you get some crazy stuff that like overnight it's like like dandelions 
you know, right. it pops right back up. If you don't take care of it every two or three days, it just looks like you haven't done anything. Yeah. Now that's that's where the bonus of having a, a ride-on mower is, because I've got a I've got a uh, a can holder on one side, and I glued a um, a phone holder on the other side, so I can put my phone in one side, my can of beer in the other, put on my headphones, and then just ignore everybody. <laughs> Where'd the neighbor kid go? <laughs> uh, well, and Sarah's gotten really into gardening. So I basically, aside from picking the vegetables, I, I try and stay away from all that. But like, yeah, every year I, I joke that it's like, yeah, we spend $500 a year to save money on $40 worth of vegetables. Oh, yeah. But it's it's more than that. It's the hobby and the all that coming in. Well, and there's a there's a bit of uh, uh, satisfaction when you're eating something that you grew yourself versus going and buying it. Sure. And sometimes it's actually easier, especially if you grow lettuce. It's like we need a salad. OK, we'll pull a cucumber and lettuce out of the backyard, wash them off and the salad's done. You know, it's funny when um, having lived in apartments and rental properties for so long, there's this internal argument in my head of of owning versus renting and uh, you know, in some regards, it's nice to be able to have somebody else m- mow your yard and do the upkeep when you need, you know, things repaired and whatnot. But uh, uh, I don't miss having a landlord, right? Especially that leaves their shoes out. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're out there mowing the yard and you're uh, trimming the hedges and you have to clean out the gutters, it's like, yeah, man, I wish I had somebody doing that for me. See, one for of sure. the things I have to do, I mean, and Patrick can actually attest to this one, I have spiders, like, all over the fucking place. I, I'm... <laughs> I hope you mean your house. Yeah, exactly. My, 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 I have spiders all over the place. Yeah, my, my, my house is, I don't know what it is, I've heard, you know, oh, spiders always go to warm, clean places. I'm cluttered, I'm not messy, but we got fucking spiders everywhere. So, we've already had the in, initial invasion of uh, ants that uh, that all popped in. So, I, let's just put it this way. The outside of my house, right now, is toxic as fuck. Um. <laughs> sprayed the baseline of it with the spray i walked around with the spreader and put stuff in the grass for the ants and that sort of thing i'm amazing i'm amazed i made it in from from the car to the front door with this amount of stuff that i dumped all over this house to keep the bugs out so that's my springtime thing yeah war against the ants is a big thing for us too that we haven't had to deal with them in a couple weeks but we've even had people over for gaming and it's like the ants decided to come out when we put all the food out and we we got people over for rpgs and it's like, oh, look, there's ants all over the vegetable tray. That's not food anymore. <laughs> well, anything's food if you're brave enough. Right? Uh, you know, every year at the, the first, when it first starts to warm up, uh, we have a major ant problem here, too. And I've I've gotten to the point where I can um, do one round of spraying, put out, putting out traps, and they're usually gone within a day or less. But, man, oh, there's nothing more I hate than fucking ants. Well, that and... The, the wasps or hornet's nests that get up under the eaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and considering I'm allergic and terrified of them, yeah, not oh, a yeah. fan. Fun all around right there. Fun on a bun. Patrick, Patrick you haven't said anything in a while. Yeah. That's because I don't do yard work. <laughs> he pays people to do this. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot I can chip in in this conversation. Like, um, I put $40 on the porch, and I come <laughs> and my yard is done. 
Do you, oh, is that just like a thing in Houston? You leave forty bucks out and somebody does something? And, and, yeah, and and the the Mexican fairies come and <laughs> magical migrant workers. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> he, he said it first. <laughs> Uh, fucking white people. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I mean, it's it's not racist when it's true. I do have Mexicans <laughs> do my it art. It can be both. <laughs> uh, but I have the uh, the neighborhood kids will come over and they'll be like, Mr. Teske, can we can we mow your lawn for you? Like, how do you know why why do you want to mow my lawn? Because I know you hate it. I'm like, all right, you've got me there. Um. How much? And I actually last well not not last year because the the family with the twelve kids moved away. But at one time I had a bidding war for between two of the kids. Like one kid came over, was like, "Oh, hey, I'll I'll mow your lawn for twenty bucks." And I'm like, oh, "I don't know." He said he'd do it for eighteen. I don't know, man. He's gonna come back in a little bit. And it got to the point where I had two kids on my front lawn fighting each other about mowing my lawn for at that point it was twelve dollars. But I did the responsible thing and I closed the front door and watched them through the living room and <laughs> it's like you took the eight dollars and watched fight club for an afternoon yeah pretty much but yeah no i mean and then spring is kind of goofy out here too i mean everything's blooming um allergies i sent you guys a picture of me from last week oh, with yeah, the allergies um i had no idea that my face had that much inflation space <laughs> it was it sucked um but yeah, everything blooming, and now one of the nice things about it is, with my family at least, we can get out on the river now that it's warm enough. Uh, speaking of allergies, I actually, um, I did develop an allergy living down here, ragweed. Huh. I didn't used to have it, but I do now. Ooh. I have to take a Zyrtec. Yeah. I've always been fortunate to dodge the seasonal allergies. I've just got the one that can kill me. Yeah, <laughs> same here. I think we have the same penicillin allergy, right? No, no, mine, mine's bee stings. Oh... Mm. That's part of my phobia about flying insects. Yeah. Which, I mean, getting into barbecue, like, this is a great time. I busted out the grill for the first time a couple weekends ago, but I always have to be on the lookout for flying insects because my EpiPen uh, expired, like, over the winter, and I don't have a new one yet. Mm. See, none of my allergies will kill me, but when Suzanne and I first got married, she was like, oh, your allergies here. Have some chamomile tea. And it took a little bit of time, but eventually we discovered that chamomile is second cousin to ragweed. So I was basically drinking the stuff that was making me have the... Uh, oh, yikes. That oh, yeah, you're like punishing your body. Take this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. This is what you get for allergying on me. Yep. So. <laughs> So are do you guys and on with the uh, the things going on? And Josh kind of touched on it a little bit with the uh, going rock hunting. Is there anything in your area that you've got, you know, with kind of cool like summertime stuff that goes on? I mean, summertime, but uh, springtime things. Like I know last year uh, we uh, did a sculpture walk. Uh, we were foolish not knowing there was actually one pretty close to us, and went all the way out uh, towards the city. Who? I can't remember exactly which suburb it was, but yeah, we we took a real long walk. A uh, whole bunch of really cool statues. No, I posted it to Facebook uh, back not, last year. Not out in St. Charles, is it? Uh, no, it's not St. Charles. It's it's uh, north and slightly west of the city, and I'm just blanking on the specific. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have uh, we got some some springtime, but everything really kicks in in the summer for us out here. Skokie. Yeah, I think it is the Skokie. It's the Skokie Sculpture Park. It's like four miles. Like you're walking along. Wow. 
uh, I forget which road it is, but we, we only saw about half of it. Nice. Yeah, Skokie North Shore uh, Sculpture Park. I, I see it now. No, it's two miles along McCormick Boulevard in Skokie. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, Nailed that on the first guess. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. And I remember back in the day with Will and Carl, I used to do a lot of geocaching in the spring. Oh, I got to start doing that again. I think it's still a thing, uh, you, and you can use uh, geolocation on your phone, but it's not as accurate as having an actual handheld GPS. Uh, Sarah and I tried it a little bit, and we actually found one or two. Um, for people that are not in the know, geocaching is something where you've got GPS coordinates, and someone has hidden uh, some sort of, whether it's a actual shoebox size cache or something much smaller around the size of like a pill bottle. And there will be a, I, a kind of a log to show that you found it. And there will be a couple of weird little objects in there. You can take one and leave one. Mm-hmm. And then online, you just mark that it was found. And it's just kind of this hobby you do to get out in nature and explore a little bit. Yep. And there's actually uh, the one I did one a couple of years ago that, Someone is a real sadistic bitch out there because <laughs> the one that I found was actually a artificial hornet's nest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where I had my, I had my GPS out there. I'm looking at it. I'm going, according to this, it's over here and I'm not seeing anything coming out of that thing. And it took me a lot to kind of like get myself, you know, to, you know, all right, I'm actually going to approach this thing. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was actually a little, uh, like a little bitty hornet's nest. Did you unscrew the bottom and the, the capsule and everything was inside there? I actually mean to buy those because apparently if you have fake hornet's nests and you glue them under the eaves, actual wasps won't build a nest because they think someone's already got a house there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, Pat, where do you live? You're Spring, Texas, right? Yep. All right. There are easily, God, at least 150 around you. Huh. Yeah, within two hours. That prevalent? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where if you want to set one up, the websites are out there, and uh, it's low effort. Sometimes finding them is high effort. I remember back in the day, Will and Carl and I had to rent a boat uh, in the uh, like Calsag Canal mm. and actually paddle a boat to a little island, and we never found the freaking cash. That's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I was like, uh, my pants were soaked up to the knees. But you know what? The trip was still a lot of fun. I never would have done the boat rental. We saw a heron hanging out in the canal. Like, it was worth the time, even though we didn't accomplish our objective. Yeah, it's a good time. And what the what um, I used to do is when I we would travel at just about every rest stop on our on our trips, there is a uh, there's a geocache. Occasionally, you will get the dick bags who uh, either steal it on purpose or someone who doesn't know what the fuck it is accidentally finds it, thinks it's garbage, and picks it up and throws it away. Yeah, that's getting muggled. Is that what they're calling it now? That's that's the phrase. If you want to stay away from the muggles on the uh, on it, and uh, you know, there's, I mean, there are so many just over, just, I mean, near my house alone. I mean, I could spend easily a day, and that there was actually not too long ago. Uh, when I was out there uh, cashing, and I discovered that this one was actually kind of in a tree, 
So it was one of, kind of you, you see it. It's kind of str- it's strapped to the tree. And you're like, oh, shit, I got to climb this thing. So I'm climbing this pine tree right off one of the trails. And I get a, probably about 15 feet in the air. And as I'm up there trying to undo this thing, I hear the noise of somebody running. And I look down, and there's this girl, and she's running past me. And this tree is like right off the trail. She runs past me. I'm like, oh, I'll just hold still, and she won't see me which worked until out of the corner of her eye, she must have saw something because as she ran past, she looked over her shoulder, saw me sitting in the tree, and then sped up. And I'm like, I need to get out of this tree right now. Before the police <laughs> Before arrive. the police show up. Yeah. So, but yeah. No, it's, I mean, it, it's all outside of, you know, getting, you know, arrested for stuff. There is, it's a lot of fun. They're all over the place. And it's just, it's actually a, a good time. So... Pat, you should try it. I actually think you might dig it. Yeah, I mean, it's something I've always been slightly interested in, never like to the point of like doing it. But I mean, I think I would enjoy it if I actually did it. Yeah, yeah I, more fun with another person for sure. Oh, definitely. I just sent a um. There's a picture of all the geocaches within five miles of my house to the chat. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done it since we bought this house. Maybe I'll have to see what's out here. I'm sure there's a ton out here. Oh, I'm sure there are. So close to the Schaumburg. Yeah, not Holy to mention. Ball. Yeah, I know, right? So, uh, but yeah, there you go. So, you got any other? What do you think? Spring. I mean, do we want to talk about? I, I, I unfortunately, even though I'm still religious, I, I'm not particularly churchy, and Sarah's not really religious at all. So, I, I haven't really done a whole lot with Easter as an adult. But some of you guys might. I don't know if it's worth talking about Easter now. I, I, I Easter thing with my niece. That's about it. Yeah, we do uh, Easter breakfast. I'm now in charge of the Easter breakfast, and I rule it with an iron fist <laughs> because I have issues with people that go in the out and out through the in and collisions and, you know, oh, my God, have you not heard of food safety laws and rules and that sort of thing? So um, I think the previous the previous guy that ran the Easter breakfast had never worked in food service before in his life. So he had like, I was like, Going in there, I'm like, oh, good, you're thawing the bacon above the pastries. So that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> that sort of thing. So we get there at like 4.35 in the morning, cook all morning, and then go out to my aunt's house. And she's now that we have like nieces and nephews and that sort of thing, um, my daughter's, I mean, my sister's got three, and uh, my cousin has a couple also. So she does an Easter egg hunt, but it's, it's really cool the way she does it. Instead of just doing a free-for-all, each kid gets a basket that has a color of the egg that's their eggs. So, like, the younger kids may have, like, a pink egg, and all the pink eggs are hidden really easily for them to find. But when you get old, as they get older, the eggs change. You know, you'll have a blue eggs, but those are really hidden hard. So it's not like you're going to have the older kids running out there and, st- you know, getting the eggs from the younger ones. Everyone's got their specific eggs to get. And she does stuff like she gets, like, kinder eggs for them. For, for prizes and that sort of thing. So they get some pretty cool stuff for Easter. This last year, I convinced my nephew that he really needed that slide whistle. <laughs> I got a text message from my sister that night. It's just like, I can't begin to thank you. you know, <laughs> 11.30 at night, he's playing with a slide whistle. Yeah. Uh, I, there's not really too much anymore. I mean, the kids kind of outgrew that a couple of years ago. And so it used to be a thing. But uh, now it's, you know, maybe lunch with the family and that's about it. It's uh, definitely devolved 
from Easter baskets and Easter bunny fall shell. Well, and I had mentioned uh, in the first half of the show that I'd come back to this, like Easter is still a pretty big thing with my in-laws. Um, not that they're particularly religious, but like, that's like one of the big family gets together kind of things. And, uh, my mother-in-law will make the bunny cake and the kids have their Easter baskets. A few years ago, uh, Sarah surprised me with an Easter basket. It was pretty awesome. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Easter basket with a chocolate bunny and some Whoppers eggs and weird little stuff in it. I nice. didn't expect it, but it was welcome. Turtle. What's that? Should have been a chocolate turtle. You know, there may actually have been one of the Fannie Mae turtles that was uh, made of caramel and uh, pecans and chocolate in there. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was talking about, yeah. But once he yeah. saw the chocolate, he blacked out. He woke up. There was rappers. <laughs> Three days later, no pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have that. You look like Ralph Wiggum with a mouthful of chocolate. What happened? Yeah, it was definitely not something I expected, but as an adult, it's kind of cool to see that Easter morning. There's a basket waiting for me on the dining room table. That's pretty cool. So yeah, every every year or so, we'll head up to Monroe, Wisconsin, where they live, and uh, there will be a couple slices of the bunny cake left. Nice bunny cake. All right. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. You know, is there like a thumbs up, thumbs down we can do on spring? <laughs> spring. <laughs> I love spring. It just doesn't ever last long enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, is sp- spring content, thumbs up. Spring duration, thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can even get into Easter despite all the really horrible Easter candy. All right. So, spring. Hey, hey, Joel. Hey. What's going on next week? Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, I think this may be another divisive show. Yeah, no, we, we all love Michael Keaton. It's just, you know, some love him more than others. Yeah, I think that's true. And we'll be going over his career to uh, some extent, focusing on the high points. Yep. Find out what we think those are. If uh, you want to give your thoughts on Michael Keaton's best work or give us a call and let us know how wrong Pat is about peeps and Cadbury eggs, you can uh, give us a call at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. Yep. And uh, like I said, if you're looking for our older stuff, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse FM, and... Yeah, please give us a call. Leave us a rating on uh, iTunes. Find us on Twitter. And, uh, you know, we've got some crazy stuff. Well, not crazy stuff. Mildly insane stuff. Uh, We're coming up on episode 250. So uh, we are starting to think about what we want to do for that. So definitely listen in and pay attention to the Twitter and the Facebook feed to find out more about that. Yeah, of course, we're on Twitter at 40go14. And uh, we've got the email address and we're on Facebook. All that. Yeah. Look us up. You'll find us. We're there. I always wonder if this is the point in the show where we've got some listeners that have actually tuned us out and don't even know that we do a weird little stinger after after the credits. I sure hope not, because I take I take a lot of time to try and figure out which stinger to use every time. Yeah, I hope we just blew somebody's mind. Maybe they already <laughs> tuned us out at 708 now rap, but... Uh, It'd be cool to find that one person that never knew we did that and now has like 200-odd shows to go back and listen to the tail end of. Oh, yeah. Well, I think our first stinger was episode 2025, right around there. Nice. So, all right, folks, thanks for listening, and uh, you know, we'll hear well, you'll hear from us next week. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we can hear from you. Call us if you haven't already. Leave us a message. Yes. Or if we want to hear from you. If you go, or actually, if you go to Pat's house, just know he'll leave 40 bucks out on the... <laughs> but you got to do the lawn if you do it. I was going to say, you got to mow the yard, though. I was going to say, you got to dress as a Mexican fairy. 
Oh, God. Are we ending on that? <laughs> yes. We're starting before this gets any. Hey, we couldn't get this bad until Joel showed up. Oh, man. Yeah. Way to go, Joel. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, if you're just going to roll over and take it like that. Isn't that the way it's supposed to go? I, I was going to say, why do you think we were roommates so long? <laughs> I love Joel's sex tape.